Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Yes, yes, here we are. It's Redemption Thursday time. What the hell just happened to my headset? Uh, because the board over here, the headphone was pinged at max. <laughs> my eardrum is destroyed, so uh, please account. It's like... What's going on? I'm on. Now I'm not on. What are we doing? I didn't throw the headphones on until after you were saying hello, and I went, oh, my God. <laughs> I got brought to my knees. Uh, what a time for you to have them on the wrong setting uh, for or the previous setting. Like, you know when the world looks blurry because you hear something really loud? <laughs> Everything behind you, all the flags and signs, Wait, they were no, just one big blur. City of Tallahassee sign was not legible? No. <laughs> it probably turned horizontal. On Twitter, it's at Jay Cameron Show. You can uh, find me there. It's good to be with you guys on a Redemption Thursday. We'll get to the picks uh, momentarily. Here we go. Here we go. Don't forget to uh, like uh, the War Chant TV feed there that uh, on YouTube. It, it lets others find us, and also it uh, helps us out. The metrics end up helping us out, so we need to... Get as many likes as we can. That's why you always hear folks saying it, like and subscribe and all that good stuff, because um, it, it, it gives uh, greater feedback and more possibilities for things in the future for us to do for, for you guys to give uh, good content out there. Hey, by the way, um, I don't know. I, I still I, I'm, I'm right there kind of just in the middle. Uh, Tom, I, I haven't gotten to a place yet where I feel like I can pick Florida State to win the game, but I'm not. So downtrodden. You know, that North Carolina game, which I was really wrong about, and, of course, Vegas' uh, number in that game was uh, was a big number, and, and we went up there and shocked a lot of people and uh, played great in that game. And, of course, it got started. It was 10 to nothing before you knew it. And I thought, uh, unfortunately, that feeling I had in my gut was, was being confirmed. And then all of a sudden, we went, no, no, not today. Not today. It ain't happening. And we turned around and beat that ass. I would advise not getting down 10 to nothing here against this defense. Uh, you're not going to just kind of run your offense from that point forward and have much success if that's the case. So, Yeah, agreed. But getting for them to get to 24 from 10 is going to be very tough as long as we don't fall down. You know? Yeah. Just have yeah. A, have a, set, a safety just fall down for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic as I sit here on a Redemption Thursday. I would like to know just how healthy we are up front on the offensive line. Now, the big three seem to be fine. I think we're good there. It's just a little bit of uh, concern, obviously, with perhaps no Dylan Gibbons. I don't know that for certain. We won't know that until Saturday, just before kickoff. Ira and Corey will be at that game, looking down onto the field. I would be following their Twitter feed very closely. They'll let you know. Now, Tom, do we want to we want to give everybody the big surprise news? Actually, you could follow their Twitter feed, or you could watch. Oh yeah, myself and you, as we decided to do a little pregame chat for everybody. Yes, sir. This Saturday, two thirty on Warchant TV, uh, myself and Tom Wang, as I just mentioned, uh, will be on the air. Just a little little pregame chat, a little calming of the nerves. Perhaps we're just going to hang in there. Uh, and and then also, uh, you know what? We'll have our guys live from the stadium check in with us. Let us know the latest, what they've seen on the ground, who's there for Florida State, who's dressed, who's warming up, who's ready to go. 
Yeah, we'll do with that. So when you saw that graphic on Warchant TV, the viewers got to see that. The radio listeners have just been informed that you can find us on Warchant TV, 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Did it make the game feel a little bit more real to you? You see a photo of, of Clemson Stadium. It, it feels like, you know that, that moment before the kickoff. There's almost like a puff of air. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's humid and sticky most of the time here in Tallahassee. Sometimes it's got that football wind to it, and you go, oh, man. Oh, yeah, and you start feeling good. And that puff of wind has an energy to it. Everybody's in anticipating, they're waiting, they've been waiting a long time, and mm-hmm. it, it's over. The moment's over. Anytime I see a photo of a football stadium, even if it's empty and there's not a you know, ball lined up and the kickoff crew is out there, I can feel that moment. It's almost like I'm transported to that moment. So for me, when I see that graphic, I get super pumped up like we're about to start this thing. And I wish we were. I wish it was Saturday already. I do too. I'm tired of talking about the game, and that's not a good thing for a talk show host whose uh, content is uh, centered around Florida State football. I, I just want to get it on. I want to see what happens here. I want to know, um, you know, exactly how far we've come and how far they've fallen. That, that's this game's going to tell us a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, and and so I get you know I get excited. Let's answer. In theory, I was right. By the way, that's uh, he's promoting a podcast, but I like that. In theory, I was right. It's, it's a good flex. It's a great name. Uh, and he contributes to the cause here, and I appreciate that. He wants to know what does ballsmic, all one word, mean. I've been saying it in casual conversation now, and I have no idea why. Well, I've told this story for many years, uh, and it's kind of uh, the stuff of, uh, dare I say, Tom, Jeff Cameron Show lore. I'm not even entirely certain anymore. I'd have to call my original producer, Dina Davis, and ask her. She probably remembers more. I came up with it. It had it centered around the, the, uh, the, this particular. I was doing mornings, okay, when I first started, and instead, it, it's not balsamic. Although you say it fast and it sounds that right. Way. Some people thought you were it's saying like balsamic, balsamic too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They did. No, it's it's balls like a football, right? Okay, right, <laughs> or a baseball, or a basketball. Balls plural. Okay, yeah. Tennis balls, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mick, as in just throwing on Mick before you say, hey, it's McTuesday, or like, whatever you wanted to say, right? You just, I just threw it in. Yeah, you made it Irish. I made it Irish. And it was because there were, I, if I remember this correctly, and I'm, I'm kind of a weird dude, and I like absurdist humor, and I was, uh, and, and back in those days, Tom knows, uh, that he didn't know me then, but he's heard the, the audio from from those days and he's like whoo okay um i don't know that there was sleep before the show wasn't a lot of sleep yeah what a lot of sleep a lot of stuff going on in my life at that time i was a a single man in his 20s uh begin in, you know embarking on a dream shooting from the hip yeah and uh so bottom line is i uh <laughs> i came in that morning and there were i think the tallahassee tiger sharks were playing i uh, in addition there was like a, I don't know if there was a basketball or ba- I can't remember, but there were a bunch of games being played locally, and we were having to make decisions about like, well, am I going to go watch this game or this game? And then I also want to see this game. I'm not real sure. And the internet didn't exist. The internet didn't exist. And I said something along the lines of, uh, and I I made her laugh because this you know tongue in cheek. I said basically. There's going to be balls everywhere. And I was talking about, of course, footballs, basketballs, baseballs. And I know hockey's a puck. But anyhow, the point is, <laughs> so I said, it's a Balls McWednesday. And I just threw it out there. 
And that's better you said it that way instead of bringing the puck in there because right. it wouldn't have aged well. The Tiger Sharks left. Yeah. Because if it was, right. you know, puck and balls Wednesday, yeah. you know, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not good. So I did. I said, uh, I said, you know, uh, it's a Balls McWednesday. And she laughed and I laughed. And I got into this habit. The show naming, like, so Lawn Maintenance Tuesday, Balls McWednesday, Redemption Thursday. Libations Friday. We really have never done anything much for Monday. We, we've, we had some sponsors where we were Man Cave Monday for a while. That's right. But we really haven't done a lot on Mondays. But every other day of the week has been named. There were two things that I relied upon when I first started in broadcasting just to kind of center me. Uh, when you do morning drive, and this was the way of the world in radio, when you, when you do morning drive, they want you to constantly update your listeners as to what time it is, because people are getting in the car driving to work, the theory being they want to know what time it is. Now, I always thought this was stupid. Every car has a damn clock. They're, they're, people know what time it is when they get in the car. They know. They can look. It's right there. I, I, when was the last time you saw a car that didn't have a clock in it? Or one that you had to set. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean it's like, just, now it's automatic. It's, it's on the yeah, satellites. Everybody's got it. Well, yeah. and now, I mean, geez, everybody's got it in their hand. They have a phone. They can look and see what time it is. But back then... The late, great Lee Bowen implored me to give time updates all the time. I got pissed. I got tired of it. It was like the first six months I was on the air. You're not saying the time enough. you got to tell people what time it is. No, I don't, Lee. That's stupid. And so uh, early on, I was argumentative. And we were, <laughs> imagine that. So we were going back and forth. He goes, well, just make it a part of your show somehow so that people know the time. So instead of me having to say the time all the time, which I thought was dumb, I required my callers to give me the time every time they called in. I took it and ran with it and went over the top with it. And I told them, when you call, you know, back then we took a ton of calls, and I'd be like, oh, Jerry, you're on the air, whatever, and he'd be like, it's you know, 6.22 a.m., Jeff, and I'd say, damn right. Uh, or I'd say, uh, damn skippy, old school, let's go. And then we would, what's your question? And then we'd go from there, right? So we just constantly did the time. So the time thing became sort of a part of the show where callers called in and told me the time. And then also naming the days kind of centered me enough to know, like, okay, how should I structure the show today? Today, it's, all, it's Lawn Maintenance Tuesday. That came out of the fact that people used to come and do the lawn maintenance at the apartment complex I lived in at ass o'clock every Tuesday. And I would be laying there going, what? This is ridiculous. You know, <laughs> why is that? What? And then that's just before even I ever started doing mornings. After that, I was already out the door. But So I, Lawn Maintenance Tuesday. Balls McWednesday I just told you about. Redemption Thursday was always about, because I've been gambling always, <laughs> So it was like, well, you got to redeem yourself. Let's pick some games and have some fun with it. And then Libations Friday stands for uh, what it stands for. So that's obvious. Uh, and that's how it happened. Can I ask you just a, is this a faux pas or not? This is living in a neighborhood with neighbors who, you know, have tasks that they perform. And is this out of bounds or not related to noise? On Sundays, inevitably, my neighbor who is retired and has to choose any day, can choose any day of the week yeah. to do lawn stuff. On what day? Sunday. Okay. From about 11 a.m. till 3 or 4 p.m. has a leaf blower going and or a mower going. About three or four straight hours. You want to enjoy football on the back deck. It is it is flooded with noise from the neighbor. 10 a.m.? Uh, 11, 11 to 3. That's fair game. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hours every well, Sunday? I mean, I, I don't know that I would want four hours necessarily, but it's fair. I mean... Sundays are good days to do your lawn maintenance. He's not starting. My key is, are you starting too early? They're retired. General rule of thumb 
is you can't do any of the stuff that, you know, let's say like mowing a lawn right. before nine. Mm-hmm. If, if a joker's out there at like 8.30, it's, it's pushing the envelope a little bit. Now, I, it yep. wouldn't bother me, but I understand where somebody might go, hey, man, it's 8.30 on a Sunday. <laughs> let's chill the hell out. I'm just saying if you're there every day. What's the difference that it's Sunday or not? No, I agree, but... I mean, and, you know, if you have... can knock it out on a Wednesday, that's when most people are working. That's just, uh, you know... Well, maybe he's got things he does. Maybe he maybe he goes to the library on Wednesdays. Highly I doubt it. <laughs> Highly doubt <laughs> it. You don't know. <laughs> uh, we got basketball, exhibition basketball tonight. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. That's uh, spoken like a man who will not be at tonight's exhibition basketball game. It's a sad guy who's uh, spread too thin on a Clemson week to make it out there. I'm I'm very sad about this. You know how much I love that program. I do, too. Um, If it weren't such a lopsided affair uh, with a great Thursday night football game on tonight, we finally got one. We finally got a great one. Sort of. Yeah, I know Devontae Adams is not playing. There's injuries for Green Bay. Lazard's not playing. Yeah, but I, I will say this, man. You're not out of it when you got Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he, he's going to make everybody look good. He already does that. There are plenty of average-ass players that have played alongside him that go elsewhere, don't do anything, and then beg to come back or he wants them back, and then all of a sudden they're good again. So the common denominator here is Aaron Rodgers is right. really good. So Randall Cobb, 12 <laughs> targets, 8 catches, a buck 52, and 2 scores. Well, I mean, Aaron's going to put it on you now. Robert Tanyan, 6 catches, 74 yards, touchdown. Yeah. So, I don't know. I refuse to believe that that's going to be a, a, a beatdown. Would you give the 6.5? Would you take Arizona and give the 6.5? Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. Anything uh, sub-7, I think I'd give. Yeah, in this situation... I'm not giving seven and a half. I think if it doesn't work early for Aaron, he's going to pack it in. You see him do that in the regular season all the time. He's like, ah, I don't have Devontae today. Whatever. And then at the end, after the game's over, ah, we needed this. It's fine. No big deal. Well, he does handle adversity well. He does. I mean, not in-game. Right. But after-game. Right. But he will quit when he faces adversity in the regular season. We've seen that multiple times now. Opening week against Jacksonville, didn't care to be there. Last year well, against Tampa. Against, against the Saints. Sorry, in yeah. Jacksonville against yeah. the Saints. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't care to be there. Last right. year against the, the Bucks down in Tampa. Well, they started, started well, yeah, started pelvic well. thrust, yeah. and then a couple of pass rushes later, he's like, you know what, this is stupid. I don't want to be here today. I, I feel like that might be coming tonight, which is why I think the 6.5 is an okay play on the Arizona side. I'm not touching the game. I just hope it lives up to what we thought it could be. Did you know the combined record of these two teams at this it's not late date, but what are they? Eleven and one. These two teams combined. Yeah, that's right. Twelve and one. Whatever it is, right? The combined record for two teams uh, facing one another. On, this is crazy. This stat. I, I heard this um, on Thursday. Is uh, the best at this stage of the season between two first place teams since 1934? Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I guess once you get to week seven or week eight, it's just hard to find teams Somebody's that are in this type loss. of position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember the Bucks playing New England back in. We were at the same game together. I yes, think. Yes, we were back in the this day. This is ninety-seven. Each other at all? Yeah. yeah, I think it's ninety-seven. I think they both were four and zero, three and zero, or four and zero. Yeah. But you know, there really aren't that many circumstances. The stat, the stat, it, it brought somebody brought up that at that one time Chicago was ten and one and Green Bay was eleven and one or something like that in nineteen thirty-four, and they met and and I. They weren't playing Thursday night games back then, I don't think. But anyhow, that's that was the matchup. Yeah, probably Thursday afternoon games. Who knows? Who knows? In yeah. that era, yeah. But uh, I would, I would just say that you know Thursdays are typically but sorry from an NFL standpoint. You don't get good games on Thursdays. You get sorry games. Like next week, I think it's the Colts and the Jets. 
the hell out of here with that. Uh, yeah, that's just that's not going to. Even when they schedule that, they're like, sorry, I just Joe wish- and Troy, you you might want to take this week off. Give it to Kenny Albert. Yeah, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, everybody's asking us about Gibbons on the chat. I Guys, they're not going to tell us. They're not going to tell anybody. They are not going to let Clemson certainly know whether or not he's playing. So you're not going to hear anything about Dylan Gibbons, yay or nay, until game time on Saturday when you tune in uh, to Tom Lang and Jeff Cameron talking to you on War Chant TV. Ah, Billy. Yeah. Uh, so well, I didn't want to refer to myself out the gate in the third I see. So I was the buffer for the true billing. That's the way it goes. Uh, it's good. You know, I, I've been marinating on this all week because when I first heard Mike Norvell's comment about Dylan Gibbons on Monday, mm-hmm. the tone was, it was all wrong for us, baby. But that they didn't rule him out, I suppose. You know, he could have just said, mm-hmm. eh, it's, it's, it's not looking good. We'll have confirmation. And so he could have said a lot of things in the grand scope of impossible to he'll be suiting up. Eh, it was in the middle somewhere. Enough to keep us interested, certainly, for that update on Saturday afternoon. You guys ready for the picks? Everybody ready for the picks? Got them right here. Moneymakers are right here. I've been a little average lately. Been a little average lately on the Redemption Thursday wagers. Metro Deli. What's up, Metro Deli? Go to MetroDeliTally.com and look at that delicious menu. Go look at all of the wonderful food items. For me, it's the turkey grinder. I ain't fooling around with anything else. I love it. I either get it on a spinach wrap or a sun-dried tomato wrap. It is fantastic. Yeah. They, oh, I love it. They got all kinds of wraps. Oh. They got all kinds of good artisan breads, the regular sub rolls that you want, whatever. And don't sleep on them for breakfast. I can't stress that enough. All their food is good. It is. The operation is owned by and run by... Guys that are fantastic human beings. So I, I just would encourage you to go over there. You want to support good people who are local who also support the Jeff Cameron Show. You get all of that at the Metro Deli. All right, here we go. Ohio State minus 18.5 against Penn State. This is a game I previewed on the College Sports Book. You can find that on YouTube. Uh, I, the reason, and I spoke to both uh, the, the Ohio State guy, uh, Spencer Holbrook. I also had a chance to talk to Nate Bauer, who covers Penn State. Uh, those two gentlemen do good jobs. And I have to tell you, Tom, uh, this sounds like a funeral game here for Penn State's program right now. Uh, th- when you talk to people covering Penn State, the thought is that James Franklin's got both feet out the door. Not one, but oh, both. Really? He, he is gone. All right. All right. And they're injured. Sean Clifford hurt himself. He doesn't look right. He looked terrible last week when they lost to Illinois. Ohio State has amassed over 500 yards of offense in six straight games. They are firing on all cylinders. They get their depth back at running back, not that they need any more than what they have with Henderson, who's a beast, but they get Master Teague back this weekend. What a name. It's a great name. He, his name suggests he should be better, but he's not better than Travion Henderson. So that's what happens. But they get him back, and they got a lineman back. Ohio State is humming right now. Nobody's going to beat them in the Big Ten the rest of the year. And you know what's weird? There's a chance that they're going to rematch with Minnesota before this is all Minnesota before this is all over. Basketball. There you go. Because... Um, I think Iowa's got a couple of losses left in him. Everything else just looks ugly. I That is going to be an ugly Big Ten championship game. Uh, Iowa could lose this weekend to Wisconsin because they, they can't move the ball. Their quarterback is ass. Uh, that said, I like Ohio State to put it on Penn State here. It's a downtrodden bunch of the Nittany Lions. I'll give the 18-and-a-half. Ohio State rolls big. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Southern Miss, Middle Tennessee State. Uh, this is a matchup that I think weather will play a part in. And using Tom's guy here, I went and looked it up. 
Lots of rain. Winds up to 20 miles per hour. Southern Miss, Middle Tennessee State. We're, <laughs> we're going. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. <laughs> we're going under 48 on the total. We're going under 48 on that one, all right? By the way, Southern Miss, point totals against FBS foes, 7, 9, 14, 19, 13. That's not what you do. Wow, they're much like Clemson. They, they, they don't break that 20 barrier very often. They don't score. Well, they haven't broken it at all. Yeah, maybe they, if they had overtime like Clemson did against NC State, they might have cleared it. Yeah, so there you go. There's my logic behind the under 48 in the big Southern Miss Middle Tennessee State matchup. Uh, Maryland minus five against Indiana. You might say, what are we doing here, Jeff? What are we doing here? Well, let me tell you what we're doing here. I know it might occur to you that Maryland has lost three games in a row, Tom. By a combined 104 points. First thing that occurred to me. You thought, really? Maryland's that bad? Oh, they are. Maryland's terrible. Indiana, who was preseason ranked, frauds, are awful. And oh, by the way, they're on their fourth string quarterback. No, no, baby. This is not what we do. Larry Bird the third. This is not good. I don't think uh, you can have much hope. No Penix, no Tuttle. They got nothing. I think they're starting a redshirt freshman last I, uh, last I saw. Give me uh, Maryland. Lay the five. Maryland gets right this weekend, everybody. There you go. Maryland minus five against Indiana. Oklahoma slept walk against Kansas. Ruined my streak. Kansas no longer the ATM that was automatic forever. They're good for one of those a year, and it makes no sense. Out of nowhere. Remember that year they beat Texas, and we were like, oh, Charlie, yep. you're done. <laughs> right. <laughs> They also gave TCU a scare at home. Uh, oh, yeah, was yeah, 14? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2014 Two years in a row, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyhow, uh, you just chalked that up to an outlier. Texas Tech fired their coach this week. And that's a hell of a thing. Right there in the middle of the season, we're just going to fire your ass. We're about done with this. And they did. Make like a tumbleweed and blow <laughs> away out of here, partner. Matt Wells got fired. So I went and looked, Tom, because I want to educate myself before I make a wager like this. And I read the uh, read the site there at Texas Tech. It appears the players are devastated. They loved Matt Wells. So this is not a hallelujah, we're free. The evil monster has been slayed. It's we miss our coach. I don't think that's inspiring. I'll take Oklahoma, and I'll give the 19 points. I think Texas Tech is going to sleepwalk because they're mad at the administration. Boom, that's some inside for that's you. That's some good stuff. Here you go. Purdue plus 7.5 against Nebraska. Screw you, Nebraska. I'm done with you forevermore. Give me Purdue plus seven and a half. I don't know why Nebraska would ever lay seven plus points against anybody. Against anybody. Air. Not with that quarterback. Give me Purdue in a tight one plus seven and a half. Maybe we should have put air on the Jeff Takes column. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame is giving three to North Carolina. Tom has been uh, preaching what a fraud North Carolina is. Notre Dame's got something uh, going right now that despite the fact that they've looked bad countless times and I rightfully picked Cincinnati to beat them up there in South Bend, and they did, but they only have the one loss. They keep on fighting and keep on fighting. I don't think North Carolina has anything to fight for, and if you look at North Carolina on the road, yeah, 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 if you look at UNC on the road, they aren't good. They're not good on the road. Give me Notre Dame and lay the three and a half. I would do that with anything under seven. And then Washington, Coach Lake ain't going to make it. My man ain't going to make it. That was wrong hire. Wrong guy. Washington's terrible. They had to come from behind late last week to beat Arizona. That is not what we do, Tom. Give me Stanford minus two at home against Washington. It's a shame the Huskies are this bad. 
Bottom line is they are. They can't score. Give me Stanford minus two against Washington. And then finally, I like this game. It's a rivalry game, Tom. And anytime I can find a rivalry game, even if it's a rivalry that I do not care about at all, and this would classify as that, a rivalry game I do not care about. I don't believe you could be throwing around 20 points like this. Give me you and LV. <laughs> I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Yeah. Give me you and LV. <laughs> If you're watching on Warshan TV right now, you got to like it. Give me UNLV plus 20. That's not a good UNLV team. Nevada will win the game, but this is a rivalry game, Tom. You know what they're playing for this week? A uh, a bankroll at the Golden Nugget. The Fremont Cannon. The Fremont Cannon. <laughs> they're playing for the Fremont Cannon, buddy. Woo! Here we go. You don't just roll out there and throw around 20 points for people when the Fremont Cannon is on the line. No, sir. Woo! UNLV will fight. They've got Nevada pride. The Fremont Cannons on the line, Tom. UNLV loses. They cover the 20 points. I gave you a little extra this week, guys. I gave you a little extra this week. I got down and dirty in the muck to get my points. You reached going. down and found the Fremont the Cannon. The Fremont Cannon, baby. I'm doing it. I got other games, too, but uh, that includes an NFL game. I'm going to go over the Philadelphia-Detroit number at 48. Weather's not a problem here. We're going over. Both teams stink. Let them score on each other all day long. We're going over 48 in the NFL between Philadelphia and Detroit. And that all, those are your Redemption Thursday wagers. Thanks to our friends at Metro Deli. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply God's own dying sun. straight from the fire down below been uh, a minute since I saw this band in Tempe, Arizona, 1998, at a little bar. Imagine that. Me and Todd Van Dyke. Interesting name for the record. If you can find the Revenants on Spotify, you'll see the name of the record. It's a hard um, record to find anymore, like an actual physical copy. I had the actual CD. Um they they made it themselves. It's it's hard to to find. Um, the lead singer, I bought him a shot, and he came over and hung out with us, and was an awesome dude. And I remember thinking, man, you've got it, you've got it. I mean, it's hard to sing like that to make it sound authentic. He has it. I never did anything else. I I could even tell then when I was talking to him, I'm like, my man doesn't. He's not feeling this. <laughs> he's like they had been touring for three years, and they're still playing a little bar in Tempe. You know. It's like our boy who looks like uh, Louis C.K. who sung Toto Africa. Oh, my God. In and a pizza joint in Utah. Pizza joint in Utah, and he is getting it. And when you watch him and the dude wearing the Yankees jersey and he's playing bass, my favorite part is that 
His harmonizing is perfect out of nowhere. Neither of them look like they could sing like that at all. <laughs> no, no. At all. One look. Whoop. Jeez. Hey, no. I just hit the damn. All right. Well, all right. Whatever. That's what you get for leaving a pot up. <laughs> Neither of them what? Uh, one of them looks like Louis C.K. Yeah, so, yeah, of does. course, he doesn't look like he could sing no. Toto Africa as good as perhaps that recorded yeah. performance. It's insane. It's insane. Okay. So, the weekend that is, and it's hard to get to this place because you just. You're so hyper-focused on Florida State-Clemson, but think about what we have this weekend. Michigan, Michigan State at noon. This is close to a park-your-ass Saturday. Yeah, because things are spread out nicely. Well, Michigan, Michigan State at noon. That game's on Fox. I really want to see that game. First time, I've got all kinds of numbers for you today, first time that these two teams have been ranked in the AP top 10 when facing each other since 1964. Wow, I would have never guessed that. 1964. They had a big matchup in 99. They had a couple of different games that are are rememberable, if you will. <laughs> memorable. Uh, that's better than misremembered, <laughs> yeah, Roger Clemens. Yeah, I know. Um, but for the most part, when these two teams meet, even though it's a, it's a rivalry, they haven't both been on the same page. They weren't both kicking ass at the same time. So uh, you get this matchup for the state of Michigan. It's a big deal. A lot going on in recruiting this is a war right now. There are a, If you go read about this game, a ton of recruits going to be at this game in East Lansing. Uh, I've been to that field at East Lansing. I had the honor of walking in there and, and walking around. It's a newer stadium, at least the inside. They did a really good job. They got their ring of honor up there. Uh, and uh, it's a quaint little place to see a football game. I imagine it's going to be quite loud. And it's the kind of game, Tom, you and I would love to attend because the weather is going to be ideal. Oh, yeah. And it's just something about those two teams' uniforms on the field at the same time that draws me in. I like it. I, well, I've always thought Michigan State's uniforms are a top five. Yeah. They're incredibly good. I suppose I'm honoring them in a yeah. way today yeah, wearing yeah, the, yeah. the forest green. But you got navy, forest green, and that garnet color, man. Those are three amazing, subdued, yet powerful colors. Earth tones and regal. That's what that is. Absolutely. Earth, Tones, and Regal. So, anyhow, great game there. Of course, you got Georgia, Florida, which I'm very intrigued by. And the reason is, first of all, that's a 14-point number, which I'm kind of surprised by. You could get it over 14. Look, Georgia's been the best defense in the country. It's not close. When you have a defensive tackle that is a Heisman candidate, <laughs> you're doing some things. But Dan Mullen, the doofus, does dial it up, man. Game day is not an area typically where you're doubting game plan from him. Maybe on the other side, maybe defensively you're like, mm-hmm, you all ain't going to stop anybody out here today, are you? A lot of times that happens. But when you look at Dan, you're like, Dan will scheme something open. Oh. They, they will get, they will score. Punter's chance, always with that guy. Yeah, it's the, be- it's the reason he doesn't get fired, because every other aspect of who he is is really not agreeable. It's difficult to like Dan Mullen, period. Uh, he's not a great recruiter. He says dumb things on the regular. He looks ridiculous. Yeah, he looks like a manager at the Village Inn, right? Made yeah. some mistakes. Used car salesman or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yep. he's got, yeah, made some mistakes. mistakes now, there are some incredible. managers at the Village Inn who did not, make mistakes, yeah, but did, he just yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. the one where you're like, oh, yeah. man, that guy's here for no good reason. Yeah, That's, that, he's not here for any good reason whatsoever. Yeah, tough times, maybe just out of the joint. Right. Yeah, yeah he's yep. had a rough go of it. Um, Looks like accounting fraud. I don't. I don't put him on violent crime. No, I think he was. He might have been running drugs here and there back Could've in the been. day. Back in the Could've day. Could have been. Could have been. So anyhow, uh, would you like to try some of the muffins? Delicious. 
<laughs> well, awesome stuff here at the Village Inn. You know what I like about that? First of all, the Village Inn is awesome. Yeah, Second, it is. It is. It's just damn delicious. Legit. It's legitimately awesome. Second, and one closed out by me, and I'm pissed. So I used to go in there and get the strawberry rhubarb pie. Secondly. R.I.P. Yes, it sucks. Um, so I just, I'm again, typically he's been able to find a way. Now, as Tom correctly points out here, he hasn't always found a way to dial it up against Kirby Smart. Now, we'll see. But he has in other big moments, including games against Alabama, as you just saw. So I, we'll see. There's no chance he doesn't start Anthony Richardson here, right? I mean, you're just trying to get fired if you start Emory Johnson. I don't know. I mean, you're just trying to get fired. You're like, look at me, everybody. Fire me. I mean, that is insane. Well, if you're going to run Richardson out there, then you're going to run Richardson oh, I'm, every which I'm, way. I'm running him every because play. if he's dropping back and throwing, which Mullen likes to do, he's throwing a lot of picks, right? Because he can't consistently throw the ball where it needs to go. Yeah, he'll have a highlight or two, but then yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, god, yeah, yeah. the substantive throws. Yeah, no. Second and eight, he's dropping back. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> or if you're Noel, you're like, yes, yes. You got yeah, the it's yeah, the yeah. zoom in, Jack Nicholson. Yes, yes, yes. keep yeah. doing that. Um. So we'll see, but that game also, obviously our game, the number one uh, game on the list for us, without question, but it's, it's just, uh, rightfully, it's just a good game. Like, if I were living in, uh, in, in Minnesota, I'd be like, hey, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting game. Kind of interested to see where Clemson's head's at. I think this is the, nationally, I think our game is the, where's Clemson's head at game? Well, this is a continuation of what we saw on Monday night to open the season, which is we have somehow transformed mm. from one of the most hated programs in the country from 2014 into a lovable underdog program, and that continues today, and uh, or on Saturday, I should say, this week. People are going to watch that game and say, come on, Florida State, put them down, put them out of their misery, especially those fans of power programs, the others mm. that are in the oligarchy of college football right. or those that are on the precipice. Yeah, That's right, Knowles. You remind Clemson who they were. Good. Good job. You're still years away. Let's put Clemson in that place. We've got fewer rungs to climb to get atop the ladder. Two things here uh, to circle back and answer some questions. You guys are active today, so I'll be active, too, and answer these. Yes, Preston, the the, the Village Inn by Capital Circle uh, closed. Uh, Tom wants to know, uh, if UF gets blown out and we win, we're both 4-4, four and four, how hot does Mullen's seat get? Uh, well, here's the thing. I'm Dan Mullen's thirty three and twelve at Florida. He's thirty three and twelve. Two and six in his last eight games against power five teams. So it would be two and seven. That'd be two and seven in the last nine games against power five teams. But it would still be thirty three and thirteen. It's not like he's been a disaster. Um they're building uh, – their football facilities are being added to, and they're catching up uh, with the Joneses, if you will. They're catching up to Georgia. They're catching up to uh, – what is that buzzing sound? That's your phone, I believe. I got no calls coming in here. Well, we all, there was some sort of lightning strike power surge yeah, as well. Yeah, we got some weird There's stuff some going weird on here. Stuff what is going, going on? on? So to, to answer this question thoroughly, Dan Mullen is at uh, getting a séance done or something. Thirty-three and thirteen is what he'd be. I don't think that they're looking to run him out of there. I know Florida's got a ton of money, but they could, if they wait a year, they can get it to where there's less than twelve million dollars in salary remaining on his contract. That. Well, it's actually they got to wait two years. They'd like to do that if they're going to let him go because it would cost $12 million to fire him. The first $6 million is due immediately, and the rest is paid in $1 million installments over the next six years. I'd like those kinds of installments, Tom. Wouldn't that be a great installment oh, yeah. plan? He could run a lot of village inns with that kind of money. He could. 
so I think they're going to hold out. This is a, a tough year, but they do have a burgeoning quarterback in Anthony Richardson. They may just chalk this up to a lost year. You weren't going to – well, obviously it's not going to be a good look. If the, if Florida goes out and gets beat 38-7 to or something, now that may change the tenor. That may change the conversation a little, a little bit. Go for it. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, Florida fans, I said it yesterday, are kind of looking at uh, old Dan with a John Desai because they brought back up old things that they've secretly wondered for some time, which is if Felipe Franks hadn't gotten hurt and then transferred, would we have ever seen Kyle Trask? And that came up. Jeff Cabot Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. You know when you have to make a hard choice, like between chocolate brownie fudge or lavender ice cream? Well, where it gets really tough is choosing an internet and wireless carrier. Like, do you choose fast gig speed internet or one that blocks malware? And then what about wireless? Do you choose unlimited with 5G or the most reliable network nationwide? Or is it wireless that's number one in customer satisfaction? Well, with Xfinity, you don't have to choose because you can get all of that with Xfinity. It's internet and wireless so good, it keeps one-upping itself. Get Xfinity Internet and Mobile together for $35 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Visit an Xfinity store to learn how our Switch Squad makes switching fast and easy. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends 11-15-21. Restrictions apply. New performance starter internet customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. After term regular rates apply. Compares optimized pricing to top carriers. Xfinity internet required. The mailman has weighed in, and that's important. Mailman knows stuff, like what's open, what's not. Good job, Manny. Thank you. So it was temporarily shut down or something. I don't know they, I don't know if they had a problem inside there, and then they had to clean things up or whatever. But, uh, man. It's looking good. Yeah. I wouldn't be besmirching, you know. I'm not besmirching yeah. anything. I don't know why they were temporarily. I went over there one day all excited to get the strawberry rhubarb pie, and I pulled in, and Damn thing was closed down middle of the afternoon. I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing at the Village Inn? Yeah, middle of the afternoon. That's no good. No, not good. That's called happy hour. <laughs> so I um, so I was I was uh, saddened. I was uh, hoping that I was wrong about that. Turns out I am. It was just a temporary thing for whatever reason. Could have been that they were improving things, Tom. You're right. They could have been making it even better than it already is. And I feel bad. I need to clean that up. Dan Mullen is the overnight manager. That's what uh, that's what he is. He's the overnight manager. You don't see him Sunday at 9 a.m., prime time for a place such as the Village Inn. You see him at 3 a.m. because, yeah, you're on, you're on an overnight drive from one place to the next, passing through town. You're like, oh, look at that. In the making Village Inn at 3 a.m., there's old Dan Mullen running the show. How many... Wide open opportunities is Jordan Travis going to have to hit somebody and put up points this weekend? Because this is the we've talked about it a lot this week. I don't think you you're not going to sustain drives against against Clemson. And Florida State doesn't do typically a real good job of sustaining long drives anyhow. Right now, they they are a team that will will design uh, an offense around the idea that we're setting you up. Now, most coordinators are setting you up out of a certain look, but. This group does a very, very good job of running an offense that at some point could be early in the second quarter, could be first series of the second half, is going to get something 
wide ass open. It is remarkable. I really think it bodes well for when we get good players in here. I mean, it. Imagine what they're going to be able to do once we get good players in here. It's it's uh, it's exciting. Oh, score a lot of points. Yeah, often. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because then there's so many other elements of the office that they're not even running. But the fact that they frequently find ways to scheme open, I mean, wide ass open guys, is a great sign. And I I'm not going to discount the possibility that they do it again here. In fact, I think they will do it again here. It's just hold your breath when you see it. Hold your breath because usually it's one of these things where they get Jordan out of, outside the pocket and then he starts to slow down and you go, oh, here it is. And when that camera pans back over, you're like, oh, there he is. And then it's just a, please hit him. Please catch it. please. You know, and a couple times this year he's put it perfectly right on him. North Carolina game stands out. That was a beautiful throw. Obviously the Notre Dame game, he's had a few where he just in stride right yeah. there on the money. He's also had a few where you go, oh, no, man, you can't miss that by 10 yards. There's a less heralded throw to Keyshawn Hilton in the North Carolina game mm. where it's the same concept. Pokey's running a post and then Keyshawn's running the fly. And it's not a perfect throw, but it's one that guarantees a gain of 35 or 40 or whatever it is. Like, I'll take that. When you're open in that situation, because flipping the field is going to matter a lot. And I guess my follow-up question is related to that, which is, if you're saying how many times are we going to scheme people wide-ass open, like for a 20-yard chunk play or for a potential score? Because there's a difference. Yeah, I think for a potential score. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably three to five. Well, they had two weeks. I mean, they had the bye week and then the, the obviously the UMass week. I mean, I, I'm sure he's got a little something-something. Oh, they do. Oh, I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't even seen. They just do. They always do. They always do. And they feel you could see the the uh, availabilities on Tuesday and Wednesday. I was glad yesterday that Mike continued the pattern of being okay with Wednesday, but lamenting that this is not the standard. That the effort level is you know, <laughs> like good. He was mad the last two Wednesdays that we had stay football mad, games. Mike, stay mad. The last two Wednesdays that we had football games, he was mad. And what did we do? We went out there and dominated for either the whole game or a significant stretch of the game. Uh, it's a weird game. If I look at Clemson and I look back at the pick game, which I did, I know you did too, my man, on 25 pass attempts, DJ amassed 128 yards, mm -hmm. zero touchdowns, two picks. That yes, yes. They had some drops. That would have gone for probably 80 to 100 more yards. They do it all the time, though, Tom. Those receivers, as talented as they are, for whatever reason, are dropping balls left and right this year. They have a lot of drops. Also, he misses guys. Somewhere. I mean, I don't know if he's pressing, if he's frustrated, if he's having a crisis of confidence. I think it's that. But there are three or four throws a game, and I went back and watched both the Syracuse and Pitt games. There are three or four throws a game that he airmails by 20 yards. It's not even close. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? What is that? It's the constant pressure that's affected his internal clock. There's no doubt about it. The numbers, according to Pro Football Focus, and this was in the mm -hmm. third and lang piece that mm -hmm. appeared last night into this morning, nearly 30% of his dropbacks. He's got over 220 dropbacks this year. Nearly 30% of the time they're under pressure, blitz or otherwise. Right. They At get, some point, that's going to affect you. Yeah, they lose. Well, also, my uh, tell me if you saw this, because I this really stood out to me, especially, in, well, really, both Pitt and the Syracuse games. He sees the rush, buddy. 
Oh, he sees it. The eye level drops. Oh, indeed. Completely and sometimes he'll turn his back to the play. Uh, it's it's crazy. I, I he's not aggressive in any way. I just don't understand right. what has happened to that kid. If you're built like that, I mean, he's a Greek god. What are we doing? And that's why the game plan should at least begin the same way the North Carolina one did. Absolutely. So what? He, yes, he can do more on the ground than Sam Howell can, sure. But, but he doesn't want to. That's the question. He's well, got to prove that he wants to. If he does, then you change. Yeah, yeah. And and I believe that will be the game plan. I would, I would demand it. I mean, I just got done talking about this yesterday. It was my frustration with uh, your boy uh, EJ, who you know, you know, I, oh, yeah, once a week we I rip. Yep. But 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 I would be like, or what are we doing? That's three times in two days. I didn't. I'm not ripping it right now. I'm just alluding to the fact that I often like to. Hour number two, forthcoming. Stay with. Us.